Hi and welcome to Influence Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and awarded influence marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and of course, all things influence marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm. And I'm Sana Odmark. And in today's episode, we will take you through how to maximize your influence marketing investment and the content that influencers create by working with a 360 approach, or as we at Cure Media call it, the curated 360 way. Okay, Frida. So today we will talk about the 360 approach to influence marketing. And this is something that we will see much more of the coming years. But before we do that, let's begin with what this means. And it's actually quite a simple concept. Um, and the simple answer to what this 360 way of working means is best explained by using an example. So let's say you have 50 influencers that post about your brand one month. So let's say January. And from this influencer content, many brands uh, do nothing or they use the content to repost in their own social media feeds. And that's when many brands are like, woohoo, we're done. This was nice. Influencer content is great, (laughs) which it is. Yeah, and it is great. But that is only the basics. There's so much untapped potential here. Yes, and this is where brands are missing out on a few very important next steps. And this is where the 360 approach comes in. So let's say you take all of that content, even if it's 10 influencers or 50 influencers or 200 influencers that post, use these content that influencers create and use all the way around 360 for paid ads in newsletters, onto your product pages, uh, for editorial content on your website, in the app, in-store, out of home. Everywhere, basically. So usually when you talk about a 360 approach in marketing, you mean that you use many different channels to, to communicate the same message to reach your consumers from everywhere. And this is something you can apply to one channel as well. For example, influencer marketing. So the most obvious benefit with this 360 approach is obviously that you are using the already existing influencer content in more ways than just one or two. And this is both cost and time efficient. Uh, You meet your consumer's demand for peer-to-peer marketing and you give them entertaining content even beyond the social media sphere. In this episode, in addition to explaining how you can do it we will also explain why you should do it as we like to do it so here are three reasons why you should leverage a 360 approach to your influencer marketing so the first reason is that by using this content that influencers have created for your brand you amplify the peer-to-peer effect and you talk to your audience through people that they like follow and trust That's what consumers want today, according to studies, according to what we know about this audience. So Gen Z and millennials, they are crying out for more real people to showcase products. They trust advertising more when it comes to peers, to friends, family, influencers, compared to when it comes from brands. 
And we see that brands today, many are lacking the resources to keep up with this consumer demand. And it is not actually rocket science to solve this. It's 2023 and it's time to listen to your audience and get going. Give them peer-to-peer marketing. Give them real stuff. Words. <laughs> it's time. So if you already have influence marketing into your, in your marketing strategy, this is a very simple way to leverage and get more out of it. Uh, so thank you for pointing this out, Sana. And as you said, the consumer demand for more unfiltered contents has also increased a lot during the past two, three years as a result of TikTok entering the social media arena. So with TikTok, which I think is a platform that really will, brands will be faced even more than Instagram with the hard truth that your TV ad, like buy my product commercial messages or product in my face kind of ads is too easy to spot for consumers, especially on TikTok. And it won't give any effect. No. So here it has really, brands have been pushed to the point to really create content that blends in on the social media platforms and makes people stop and want to watch. Yeah. Otherwise, we just scroll away right away. Yeah, it's so easy to see. When you see a commercial in TikTok feed, you just, it takes like less than a second for your brain to go past it. Definitely. And we're actually releasing two episodes later this season about Gen Z and millennial consumer behavior, how this has changed. So stay tuned for that. We will dig even more deeper into what these consumers want later. Yes. So the second benefit, you will make influencer marketing a valuable asset across the marketing brand e-commerce team, because with the 360 approach, your influencer content can be used by more people than just, let's say your social media manager reposting it. So it's a very time and cost efficient way to get this peer-to-peer content and put it out for many more people and divisions than your own. But unfortunately, marketing teams, very, for example, performance and branding departments are working very much on their own. It's hard to work together, but here influencer content can be valuable. So let's say you're using influencer content for branding purposes. That content can also be transformed into performance driven activities for your performance team or person. So. To summarize what I said, influencer content can be valuable throughout the full marketing funnel for everyone, starting with the influencer post all the way to in-store, out of home, on the website, on and on and on. It's really only the imagination that stops you here. For sure. And if you haven't listened to the previous episode with Meta, where we talk about how influencer content can be used in performance marketing, I would really recommend you to do so because their studies show that when branded content, which is content by influencers, is included in your business as usual assets, it will give you a 19% reduction in cost per acquisition and a 53% higher click rate. So this content is a goldmine for performance marketer as well. Yes. So the third reason why you should leverage a 360 approach in your influence marketing is that you will maximize your investment by multiplying the touch points among your target audience. Just like you want to have a red thread throughout your marketing strategy and your communication strategy, you want it throughout your 
influencer strategy as well across the channels. So if you have done your influencer marketing strategy well, you know that the content is created with that target audience in mind by people who know your audience really well and what they like through channels that they spend most time on. So it's quite simple. Why not just follow through and reach them throughout their whole purchase journey across multiple touch points with content that you already have in store? Yeah, it's such a great way to make more use of your budgets and times, especially in economic downturn when a lot of us are pressured. Definitely. So now you know why you should do it. And we're going to give you a super clear step-by-step example to show you how you can do it. So let's say that we have a fashion brand selling clothes. Their main focus for this month, again, we can take January, is swimwear. The summer is soon here. (laughs) (laughs) And the KPI for their influencer marketing is to build preference among their audience. So Frida, what could a 360 approach look like for this brand? Okay, so step one. The influencer posts about the products in focus. So let's say you, Sana, are posting about uh, your favorite swimwear products from their collections. Yes, that's the pure basics. Step two, you get your social media manager the content and they use this content to repost in their Instagram or TikTok feed. And I would say that most brands do these two steps today. It's like hygiene factors. Yeah, I would say so too. Let's move on to step three here. (laughs) So your performance team can make a branded content ad out of the influencer's post to maximize reach. Check, check. Yeah, and I I think that quite many brands are starting to do this as well. It's not like uncommon today. No. Step four. Let's say your performance team uses the influencer content to create uh, create paid ads for sales driven purposes. So it's buy this uh, sweater or yeah, in this example, go check out our new swimwear collection. So in this case, the influencer post is for like branding uh, active like purposes, uh, and you make an ad out of it that is more um, sales driven. Yeah, this is a great way to mix those two KPIs um, if you have a primary and secondary KPI, for example. So I would say that both step three and four are great ways to both extend your reach uh, and reach new audiences. Yeah. Step five, we're not done yet. (laughs) So let's say your web or e-commerce team gets the content and puts it to the product page. You know, when you scroll by, you see a nice uh, looking bikini or bathing suit. And then you, sc- you go to the product page on the website or app. And then you scroll by the pictures. And that's where you have incorporated an influencer post in that carousel. Because this way, it will show people how the product looks in real life. Maybe it's a styling options. Maybe it's more products in the photo. It's much more real than a product picture taking in a studio. Yeah. Step six. So your web e-commerce team uses this content also to make an editorial landing page. So let's say it's the influencer's favorites from your swimmer collection, uh, or it's an interview of uh, Sana's best way to style a beach look, for example. And then you have an interview with Sana where she could share her best tips. Yeah, so 
your web team will love this episode. They will have so much great content to use on your website. Yeah. This is a great way to include more storytelling as well into your influence marketing to create editorial content out of it. Yeah. Maybe you think we're done, but no, we are on step seven. Yes. Use the influencer content in your newsletter to add more, as Sana said, inspiration, storytelling, and peer-to-peer content. And here, I don't know, every setup looks different, but you can also segment, I don't know, different ages, interests, and following. So let's say you have a very wide assortment for many different audiences. Maybe you can segment on the exact audience you want to reach or someone that has interacted with an ad with uh, from the influencer um, activation. Yeah, here you can... F- really make use of all that customer data and the influencer data that you have available. Yeah. Step eight. And this one is a bit um, older uh, media that you can use it in or more traditional. So use the influencer content in your direct mail and combine it with an offer, let's say. 20% off on our swimmer collection. Yeah. Step nine. Use the content for an out-of-home activation to showcase your swim collection. So the same content that the influencers have posted in their feed that you have used in all other channels is super good to use for out-of-home activations. It's very high-quality content nowadays, so it's usually no problems. Definitely. And now we are talking next level. We don't see so much influence marketing out-of-home today, but I definitely think we will see more of it really soon. Yeah. We've seen some brands, some big brands doing it. So yeah, be exciting times ahead. And the last step or last step uh, with ideas here, but you can continue. Use the content to print uh, posters to have in store. So when your clients come into your store, you will have the influencer's face showing the looks And one example of a really good one doing this was when Hugo Boss did their rebranding last year. They featured the big TikTok creator, KB Lame, and this was everywhere in their stores, out of home. Yeah, imagine all their channels, his face was there and their target audience could recognize him instead of just an anonymous model, you know, walking on the catwalk. It was a really cool collaboration and way of using uh, both the creator and influencer but also the content definitely also gymshark when they launched their physical store recently in london they have mannequins that are created based on influencers that they work with so instead of just buying you know um, generic mannequins they have not real people i'd say but they are based on real people so it's much more real bodies for sure, yeah, with all shapes, all sizes, etc. So as you see, this 360 approach can go on and on and on. It's definitely your imagination that sets the boundaries here. So I think that we have made the 360 approach clear, or I hope so, as well as the benefits of working this way. Yeah, and... As you heard in the beginning, this is something that we at Cure Media call Curated 360, meaning that we can help you execute this 360 approach for your influencer marketing. Yeah, it's really exciting to see what we're doing with our clients on this area right now. 
Yeah, it's really exciting. And now let's hope we get to see more brands working the 360 approach in 2023. It's definitely time to live up to consumer expectations and have fun in your marketing. So we hope that you, as a marketer or whatever your role is, got inspired by this episode. And thank you so much for joining us for this week of Influencer Marketing Talks. And remember, as always, the content doesn't end here. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, what's up on the consumer marketing scene, and of course, all things influence marketing, make sure you follow us across our social platforms, which you'll find at Cure Media. Mm-hmm.